Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Enjoy basketball, soccer, and all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using bonus code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Plus, when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. Download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Now you're winning with the king of sportsbooks. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. to save American radio from its horrible future. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Parental discretion is advised. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Ah, uh, hello there, kids. We would like to thank college football for participating in this fall's sports. Uh, you know what happened, Harry Mays? Once the Mac said we ain't playing, the domino started falling. <laughs> exactly. We are live. It is a Monday. Hot, nasty, the dog days of summer indeed. And slaving over a hot studio last night till well past midnight. Pat Canine, Joe C. You should have seen this place, Harry. It looked worse than my golf game around 9 o'clock last night. <laughs> Wires everywhere. Things ripped out and all put back together by Pat Canine. We're eating pizzas. We're sp- I'm down here vacuuming, sweeping up. And then finally, we got it back on the air, Harry. Looks nice and clean over there. So you put, cut, cut it covered up over there, no wires. People don't like to look at ugly no, stuff. No, they don't like to look at wires. That's why nowadays we put our TVs in the wall. And exactly. we put all the wiring in the wall because nobody wants to see that stuff. You're absolutely Either right. Either that or you put a Tony Bruno live banner in front of it. Well, well that's what, what we mean? have right yeah. now. It's a temporary it's fix. It's a temporary, right. but the, the banner is just temporary to, but everything's nicely organized back Oh, yeah, it's all cleaned up. Everything's labeled. So I said, let's just put that over it. For now, and it looks good. It's all clean. Right. Rothstein looks clean today. No jorts on. Joe C., Pat Kinnean, you and I, we we were burning the candle at both ends it's yesterday. It's a good thing I went out and burned myself out on Saturday with Harry Mays. 
I want all uh, I want all Colin Morikawa though at the end of the round, Harry. Yeah, he did. I didn't drive the green though and make an unbelievable putt. <laughs> no, but you hit a wedge in there tight and made the putt to finish off the day. And uh, your your sand game was strong. It really was. I was surprised because you figure if you haven't played in a long time, you're not yeah. going to hit anything. Right. But I, I was playing with a new putter that I hadn't picked up, the Callaway. You know, it's an double, Odyssey, yeah, by the, Callaway, yeah. The, Odyssey, yeah. The double, uh, what do they call double It was ball? a two-baller. A two-baller. Yeah. Well, luckily, I'm okay. Right. Yeah. John Crook was a trucker. Yeah, he yeah, could yeah. play a two-baller. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you How? got new shoes, too. Yes, I got yeah. a pair of new shoes. I bought them. I want to thank. Slick new foot joys, right? Yes, yeah. the great Chris Hansen and the great folks at the 1912 Cup Club. It was a lot of fun. And I want to thank Harry for inviting me out there. I was terrible. I couldn't hit anything. Although I started hitting the uh, four and five woods, Harry. Later the hybrids, in the round. yeah. I was smoking those babies. Exactly. And now, so you they take you got it's not it's not like riding a bike, golf and the riding a bike. You can't give it up, for let alone four or five years. You mm-hmm. can't like you can't give it up even no. for a year, Harry. That's why I'll never give it up until I'm dead. Damn right, Harry. Now the most important thing, Tony. <laughs> did you have fun? Absolutely. Did I throw any clubs, Harry? Was I? Did I no. yell and curse and scream? I was well composed out there. No, you you were. You you comported yourself, as they say. So uh, he didn't embarrass you. No, he did not. <laughs> he did not. I don't embarrass anyone, Robin. Oh, I'm a professional. Well, I don't know about that. When I go out there, I understand it. You think that's the first time I played at a nice country club? I well, played at some of the greatest places on earth. Well, plus he was decked out in his new Boston Scott golf yes. apparel, exactly. looking sharp. The new he shoes, did. right? You got the new shoes. You had the belt on, the Boston yeah. Scott belt, and the shirt. The look, new shirt. I look like I was ready to exactly. play. Exactly. Well, a complete outrage, though. Not one single photograph was taken. Harry was not yeah, allowing we don't, it. We don't take photos. That's photos right. no aren't video. allowed at Bushwood. Except on that night. You should, when you were up there on the 18th green and I was hitting that wedge, Harry, you should have had the camera rolling. Well, So that baby just landed like 33 inches away from the cup. And then the pressure to make that putt, Harry, even though it's 33 inches. Right. You know, you still have to make the putt. Right, because you didn't want me to give it to you. No, I, I said, no, give I, said it I want to make it because I want to. That was the first time I put two shots back to back on the 18th fairway right up into the green, Harry. So that, that makes you want to come back for more. Now, the, you other, know what I'm saying? the other shot we may have wanted a photo of was the one that ended up next to the toilet <laughs> in the mid golf course latrine where there's this little stall. You know, it's little, a house. It looks it's like a, a little, little house. cinder block house right. with a toilet and a sink in it. And the door was open, which yes. it's never open, by the way. And you hit a tee shot that went into the and bathroom. I hooked, so I hit the, hooked it right. And I, it was about 150, 100 yards away. And I hooked it right. I said, Harry, that went inside that building, whatever that is. It took one bounce and went right it in the bathroom. It went inside the door. I could have stood he, up there all day and never hit a ball inside that, that Right, room. he could have taken 100 balls and tried to do it, and he wouldn't have done it once. I swear to God, this was this crazy And I shot. said, Harry, it went in there. I'm telling you, because I'm pretty good at finding my own ball. So we walked over there. Harry went in. There it was, right next to the toilet. Sitting Did right you next play to it the where toilet. it lied? Uh, no, we, we had to move that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even want to use my foot wedge in there. It's in the no. You don't know who's been in those those no. halfway exactly. houses. I gave, him I, mean? t- I gave him two club lengths from the toilet. <laughs> that's what that's I did. nice yeah. of you. Yeah. That's nice of you. <laughs> Gives a whole new meaning to the word drop. Exactly yes, right. Exactly. Oh, exactly. I did get exactly. a drop out of there. Yes, a free drop. It was pretty clean, though. But there was no standing water. Anyway, we had a lot of fun. But Colin Marikawa, Harry, yeah. where were you when he made that unbelievable drive to hit it on the green on a par four? Well, yeah, and even the, the whole two holes before that where he chipped in for birdie with a wedge from just off the green. That was the first one. That, that's a tough shot to hit. That's a tough shot to get within th- two or three feet 
uh, for some people. He puts it in the hole, and then, like you said, on the drivable par four, he gets out driver, where the guy I had, Jason Day, just a hole or two earlier, was afraid to pull driver, pulls three wood, and puts it in the bunker, makes par. Is he, he the guy that cursed when he, when he missed the putt? Who was that? No, that was Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas, yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, he's, we have the tape. He's <laughs> dropped plenty of F-bomb on the golf course at JT. And that's one of those when there's no crowd, yeah. and he's putting, yeah. and he misses the putt. <laughs> We can't even play it because it's got a bad word in it. Right. It's been edited out. <laughs> what was his line? Are you bleeping, Are you bleeping kidding, me? kidding me? Are you bleeping kidding me? <laughs> anyway. And, and the way Scott Van Pelt handled that was awesome. Yeah. Because really that was the portion that was on ESPN yep. prior to CBS. And he just basically played it off like, hey, I apologize for the language, but anybody who's played the game knows that. Yep. You know, that happens. It's exactly. Enough. And the fact that Moore Cow is 23 from Cal. Yeah. He went to Cal, not Stanford, Harry. Cal Berkeley. Yeah. And he 23, a little over a year ago, he was still in school. Right. That's how incredible this kid is. I think he's played in 29 events, and he's made the cut 27 times. Uh, and one of those wasn't even as a professional where he missed the cut. And now he's got three wins, including a major, and he's only 23 years old. Now, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. College football is a big story. We'll get to yes. that. But we would like to thank, in the NBA bubble, Harry, as you would say, Zion. Uh, who else got knocked out yesterday? Sacramento. Sacramento. Yep. Sacramento Kings. Get out. Get out. And Zion, you know what? They weren't good enough. They weren't good enough, No, Harry. they weren't. And I, they I, did not play well in the bubble, and now they'll have to come back next year. And the good thing is they can uh, – Get out. Yeah, because out. now you heard – they don't have to sit around and wait. Right. They can now leave the bubble by Wednesday. Get the hell out and stay out. I am pissed off. Exactly. So there you have it. So there's a couple of teams still alive. The West is going to come down to the final three games. Three games left for most teams. The Phoenix Suns have been the hottest team in the NBA in the bubble, Harry. 5-0, and and they are playing yeah. right now against Oklahoma City. And if they win, they're going to keep themselves alive for that ninth seed. Remember, they started off. In the 13th seed, Harry, right. they had four teams ahead of them. And because they keep winning, and teams like Memphis and Sacramento, San Antonio still hanging in there. So that's going to be an interesting final three games for those two teams, for those three or four teams still in the hunt, Portland. But you look at the bottom line. There will still be, no matter what happens, we don't know who they're going to be, mm -hmm. there will be a play-in game on Saturday. Yeah, and I didn't even know that this was part of the rules until just today. Yeah, so we're not, no matter what happens... If the eight seed, there's going to be an eight and nine seed matchup on Saturday because mm -hmm. the eight seed, whoever it is, will not be four games ahead of the ninth seed. That right? was the stipulation that I was unaware of. Apparently, according to the restart rules, the eighth seed must be up more than four games on the ninth seed at the end of the seeding round in order to claim the spot outright. Why? I don't know. Then why it's did they have these seeding kind of games? Stupid. You I mean, Memphis, Memphis doesn't look like they want to play in the playoffs. I mean, they're not playing well. Portland's played much better. Absolutely. And could should catch them. San Antonio's even like a game back. Exactly. Yeah. And then Phoenix. You, you look at the NHL, and we've talked about how they've gotten pretty much everything right, how it's a round robin. The yeah. NBA, their one creative idea was if you're four games or less back from the eighth spot you get to play you have a shot to get in the playoffs and the phoenix suns have taken advantage of that right. they, they you know how hard it is to move up against four teams and they've done it now they're still alive and they're playing today and they're down 15 so they lose today they're probably shot but you got to give them credit they yeah. showed up to play devin booker and those guys they showed up to oh, yeah. play no doubt about it
And that's what you want to see from teams. They really had virtually no shot in this thing. When you look at the teams that were still in the hunt in the Western Conference of the NBA, mm-hmm. Harry. So there's going to be a play-in game Saturday at 2.30 in the afternoon on ABC. <laughs> the 8th seed will play the ninth seed. Okay. If the 8th seed wins on Saturday, they will automatically then be in the playoffs. If the ninth seed wins, then they have to play a second game on Sunday at 4.30 in the afternoon. So in other words, if you're the ninth seed, if it's Portland, you've got to win two straight against Memphis exactly. in order to get in. If you it's have, Memphis. You have to, you have to Unless Memphis chokes it away. Right. You have to beat the eighth seed twice. It's like you almost had a good idea yeah. with a play-in game. Why are you complicating things with that nonsense? It's just so hokey. Who does that? Who has time? And maybe Devin Booker doesn't need to get out of Phoenix after all, Harry. As, mm-hmm. <laughs> as we oh, said Draymond week, Green? Yes, Draymond yeah. Green on TNT. Whatever they're paying him, he just probably just gave it right back to the NBA because he went on uh, T- the NBA on TNT on Saturday and pretty much said, that Devin Booker should leave Phoenix, man. It's not a good spot for his <laughs> right, career. Right. In and other that's words, the, that violates the tapering rule, and so he's going to get fined 50 grand. In other words, saying the Bay Area would be a great spot <laughs> exactly. for Devin Booker. That's essentially what he said. Exactly. So we got a lot of hockey to talk about. The great Jason Mertidis is going to join us, Harry. Oh, my God. We're going to talk hockey action. Well, What a night Friday night was with all those elimination games yep. in hockey. And now, of course, now we know all the matchups going forward for what is now the first round of the playoffs. And you know what today is also? The NHL draft is tonight. <laughs> and well, i got to get into that with Martinez, too. Oh, yeah. Because you want to talk about a botched system. What the, NBA, what the NHL has done to the worst teams in the league has given them no shot at getting the number one overall pick. It is ridiculous what they've done, Harry. We'll talk about it with Jason Martinez. We got uh, hockey playoff action starting on Wednesday already, Harry. The NHL's ready to yeah, go. Yeah, they are. They don't now mess around. Don't, no, they're going to play starting Wednesday in the Eastern Conference. And uh, Marcus Stroman has opted out now with the Mets. So do we thank the New York Mets for participating in the National League East, Harry? You know, I, I, I don't know what to make of baseball or the specifically the NL East right now. I mean, with, between that Phillies-Braves action over the weekend, I mean, it's just... And how about the Cardinals? Now the yeah. next three games against the Pirates have been postponed. I know. So they have played five games already, <laughs> and they've missed 13 games. They've played the least exactly. amount of anybody. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And who knows when they're going to play a game. Because now they have another, the 10th player, Lane Thomas, tested positive. So whatever they're doing in St. Louis, they're doing it all wrong. Well, then we also had a player uh, in Cleveland violate the bulk, yes. violate the protocols. Zach Plesak. Is that Dan Plesak's son? I think he's some relation. Zach Plesak pitched well over the weekend, and then on Saturday night after he pitched, he decided, I'm going to hit the town in Chicago. Right, yeah, go I'm out with a couple out, of friends. Going to go out and hang out, yeah. and they said, dude. And he's a guy who was, te- who was preaching that you can't go out and do this stuff when a player earlier in the, uh, in the lockdown was out goofing off. And then he gets caught, and they sent him home, and he got a rental car and drove back uh, to Cleveland. Yeah, it was a car service. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. <laughs> He's their fifth starter. I know. Well, he pitched. He won't miss yeah. that many games. They're going right. to quarantine him for 72 hours. Jason Martinez, we got to get into this college football debacle, Harry. No college football, Harry. What the hell is going on out there? This show's going on. We're just getting started. It's a Monday. It's Sirius XM 211, twitch.tv, Tony Bruno Show. Stick around. Your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf. It's a beautiful thing when fashion meets performance on and off the course. Boston Scott Golf has created a clothing line that focuses on key relief areas which address many known fit issues in the clothing industry. Not only does this set them apart from the others, simply put, it changes the whole game. Feel good, play good, casual, great golf. 
Visit bostonscottgolf.com. Use code Harry for 20% off. bostonscottgolf.com. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest-growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash warriors. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your... Beautiful. And I have pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. Plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, <laughs> we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW, the power professionals in your neighborhood. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. It's a Monday, a lot of sports going on. Maybe college football is not. That's, that's 
Apparently, the Big Ten was the first to at least... They didn't announce it officially, Harry. I think they put a little... Uh, they threw it out there to see what the reaction is. Mm -hmm. And the reaction is not good. No, Because the commissioner of the Big Ten is a guy who last week said he wants his son to play football, who his son doesn't even play in the Big Ten. He plays in the He's SEC. He's in the SEC at yeah. Mississippi State, I right. believe. And yeah. so the commissioner of the Big Ten, and we'll get into this later on, too. It's just, just ridiculous. And i got to blame the MAC, Harry, the miggity miggity MAC. Mm -hmm. Once the MAC fell, all you. these other conferences said, we need to bring the MAC in so was, we can beat them up and give them a paycheck to go back home. They, right? were, they were like that Jenga piece that you pull out, <laughs> and then the whole thing comes tumbling down. Speaking about a man who tumbles down, he stacks the pads, he protects the five-hole. I was not Jason Martinez, Carter Hart. We saw him over the weekend. Jason Martinez is another goalie, but he's not Carter Hart-esque. But he is our goalie. He is the guy you, you hear. He does Flyers podcast. He does broadcast. He talks to the players. He talks to the animals, and he joins us right now on the Zoom feed. Jason, what's up, man? Are you excited? We have playoff hockey action, yeah. <laughs> Now, it starts tomorrow. I said the Flyers start Wednesday. The postseason, the playoffs start tomorrow for many of the other squads. Yeah, I'm ready, Tone. The first eight days with the play-in round and the round robin was incredible. Uh, just like the theater, you know, the two five seeds, the, the two teams that were the host city teams are both sent home packing. They didn't yep. have a far ride. Uh, but, no, it was crazy. There's a lot of upsets, and the, the, the opponent that the Flyers will take on, and in the Montreal Canadiens, upset the Pittsburgh Penguins in four. So, yeah, it's been great. And now it's time to get the real playoffs underway. The field of 16 is set, and I can't wait for tomorrow night. And the other thing is that the interesting thing is, is that the, the last game went to game five. And how about the Columbus Blue Jackets and Toronto made? That was an that unbelievable was a great series, yeah. man. Uh, two t the two games prior, each team overcame a three-goal deficit. To, to win the game. Yep. The, the Leafs did it up against elimination in less than four minutes left of the game to tie it, and then Austin Matthews won it in overtime. Uh, yeah, it's been incredible, and, and it's crazy to me. One of the things we thought with all the sports coming back and hockey was would the product be good with them being, you know, not playing for 140-plus days? And you gotta you look at it, you go, this looks like playoff hockey. I know it's not a side-by-side -side comparison, but it was good. It was a lot of fun. And now's when everybody is playing for their playoff lives. So it's all on the line now. And you know what the war of attrition, the Stanley Cup playoffs are. It, it, it's a long, wild ride full of ups, ups and downs and craziness. And the first round of the playoffs is always the craziest. So that's what starts tomorrow. And that's going to be awesome. Yeah, I was really impressed, Jason. And I know Tony was, too, with the intensity of all of these games, like right from the jump. I mean, it looked like that these guys, you know, weren't off for, you know, 140 days or whatever it was. And, and they were able to create, you know, that intensity in empty buildings, which I, I don't know that that's all that easy to do. I mean, I, that really impressed me. And that, I'm speaking about all the, the series and all the all the teams. Well, you saw it in the first game they played. The first actual game they played, Harry, was with the Minnesota Wild, and Zach Parisi got in a fight four minutes into the game. Mm -hmm. You're going, are you kidding me? And he's not a fighter. And there was several fights. There was a lot of big hits. And the players that I've talked to have said, you know, we hear when we watch it on television, we're hearing some piped-in crowd noise. They don't hear that. All they hear is an empty building. And there's a lot of chatter going on, obviously. And, you know, th these guys, they, the NHL did it right. My suggestion to them was to – in between the benches was to put the actual cup so they knew what they were playing for and they didn't need the fans to kind of tell them. They did me one better. They put, instead of a center ice logo of the team logo, they put the cup at center ice. Mm -hmm. So every time you skate over center ice, you know what you're playing for, and that's the trophy. 
And the other thing, remember, they were the first league that did this, and we've always been critical of Gary Bettman. Yeah. The NHL, even though we were ripping them when they were talking to guys in Phoenix and it didn't look like they had any clue, they got to end. They have zero coronavirus positive tests. So they got the bubble thing going right. The NBA has the bubble thing. They had a couple of blips earlier. Baseball's been the worst so far, obviously. We don't know what's going to happen with football. But you got to give the NHL credit. They went up there, and guys who like to go out and have a cocktail and like to go out late night, you know, with the boys, if they have, they've been doing it right, man. It's incredible when you consider it. Well, the league did a tremendous job. And you're right. It's shocking because anytime the NHL has had to deal with a labor issue or something, nothing's been of this magnitude they've dropped the ball on it. And Gary Bettman's tenure, every time there was a, a CBA up for negotiation, they had a stoppage or they even lost a season. So that's the shocker here that not only did they come together on the return to play scenarios, money and all that stuff, but they also extended their collective bargaining agreement to give them labor peace through 2026, which is, that's maybe the, the most shocking story other than the pandemic of this year is, is that the players in the union and, and the league with Gary Bettman and Bill Daly did a tremendous job and, finding a way for this to return. You're right. Over 7,000 tests again this week in week two inside the bubble. No positives. They had no positives when players were still returning home during training camp in phase three. It's tremendous the buy-in they've gotten from the players and that this bubble theory does work. It's working for the NHL. It's working for Major League Soccer, and it's working for the NBA. All right. Now, biggest surprise uh, thus far there, would it be the Flyers for the way they ripped through uh, their round robin tournament or would it be one of the 12 seeds? Like Arizona's got to be one. Yeah. You know, know, these lower seeded teams. Yeah, I like Arizona. But there's some teams that you just weren't sure about what they were going to do in goal. And you look at, you know, a team like like Edmonton, who got bounced, was a five seed and got bounced by the Blackhawks, Mm -hmm. who had no right being in the playoffs. And that's a bit of a shock to me. But they didn't get good goaltending uh, from Mika Koskinen or from Mike Smith. Uh, but the one, the biggest shock to me has got to be the fact that the 24th seeded team, a 31, 31 and nine, so basically a 31 and 40, 31 wins and 40 loss team in the Montreal Canadiens, beat the brakes off of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And Pittsburgh had nothing for them. They looked disinterested. Yep, you're right. And I think I think what it says though, and, and look, Price was great in Game One and stole that one, but he didn't have to steal the rest. They got out. Pittsburgh got outplayed. And to me, what it says is the credit card bill is finally due on the Pittsburgh Penguins. They're old. They don't have assets. They don't have young players. And unless they win the, the lottery tonight with a 12.5% chance at Alex Lafreniere, this, the, the, the decline is going to be steep. No, you can see Penguins. it. I, I, you can see it. And Crosby takes the beating all the mm. time. He's one of the most incredible players in the history of the game. Not a big guy. I mean, you know, Lindros used to take the beatings too, but he was a big guy, so everybody knew it. But – Crosby's been unbelievable, but you could see it in the last game especially. He looked like he just wanted to go home. Mm-hmm. They really I don't think he needed to looked... shower after the game. Yeah, and again, that's not a knock on him. I think the whole team was flat. That, that to me, and the yep. Rangers in their series looked like they, didn't, they weren't very interested either, sadly. Well, yeah, Carolina just crushed them, and I picked the Rangers in that one. Shows you what I know. But, yeah, I mean, I hope the Rangers didn't even unpack the suitcase because three games or three games and four nights, and they were sent home. Um, they weren't a very good team. I just thought that maybe they could do something, but you're right. I mean, the biggest shock to me, though, is when a 20, the 24-ranked team that would have had no business being in the playoffs except for this scenario takes out a team with Stanley Cup pedigree like the Pittsburgh Penguins and the way they looked in doing it. That's the biggest takeaway for me. 
All right, now, Jason, here's an outrage. Now, we're talking great things about hockey, but I got to rip the draft tonight. At 6 o'clock tonight, you mentioned Alex Lafreniere, who's obviously another young superstar in the making. But how is it that the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Edmonton Oilers, or the Toronto Maple Leafs, three really good teams, and obviously you mentioned Pittsburgh's on, on the downward side, but Toronto's got young players. Edmonton's got young superstars. How is it that the teams that didn't make the playoffs are not in a position to get the number one overall pick? Well, because that's the way they do it every year. Teams that don't make the playoffs, they have a lottery. The Flyers moved up from 13 to 2 a couple of years ago to be, to draft Nolan Patrick. Now, it always doesn't, doesn't always work out right away. And I think Patrick's going to be good. It's going to take time. But that's the way it's, it is every year. But the outrage here, and I get it, is that there are teams that, were, that had 86 points in the regular season were definitely ticketed for the playoffs, end up getting bounced, and they get the opportunity. But you yeah, know that's what? what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the, the bad yeah. teams who don't make the playoffs don't have a shot. I'm saying you're going to have a situation where a Toronto or an Edmonton gets the first pick. Right. I mean, Edmonton, even though they lost, you know, they, you look at the players at Edmonton and Toronto. But technically, Ed- Tone, yeah. they didn't make the playoffs. This is I, I Technically, the that. playoffs is the field of 16, and they didn't make it. So, mm-hmm. But you're right. I mean, look at Edmonton. They've had, what, three number one overall picks in the past McDavid. eight years. Yeah. yeah, and they get McDavid, and they have – you know, they had Taylor Hall. They had Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Uh, Toronto had uh, Austin Matthews as the number one overall pick. Um, the Rangers had a number two overall in Capo Caco last year. So, look, and, and Pittsburgh, we know the luck they have. As soon as Mario's going down, what, they win the lottery after a non-season, right. by the way, mm-hmm. and, and pick Crosby in that 4 5 uh, year where they lost the season. So, um, yeah, it, looks, it doesn't look good, but it happens every year. There's teams that move up. Look, it's tremendous theater. Look, I, I hope the kid ends up in Minnesota and playing for the Wild. You know, yes, you know, but we already have the conspiracy theorist, the frozen envelope, uh-huh. not the frozen pucks, not the frozen four. What that it's going to Pittsburgh? That Pittsburgh or the Rangers uh-huh. win the lottery tonight? Yeah, and they might. They all have a twelve and a half percent chance. Right. But you know this tone, and, and it's it's fun for radio. There is no way any league would fix a lottery because it was if it was found out. It would ruin the credibility of the sport forever. And if the ho- and if hockey did that, they don't have that flex. They can't earn that back. That well, would be ridiculous. Who's so. picking the envelope today? Yeah, Pierre Maguire? <laughs> nah, I, well, he might be now that uh, the Penguins are involved. Mike, no, Mike, left Mike the Milbury will pick the oh, envelope. Milbury. Yeah, Mike okay. Milbury would be the perfect guy to pick the envelope. <laughs> All right, well, let's look at some of these uh, these series coming up. Uh, which one really stands out to you that you say, you know, I could see the lower-seeded team really making, really making it difficult on the higher-seeded squad here? Well, there's a couple that, that really kind of popped to me, Harry. And I'll look in the Eastern Conference first. Um, you, you look in the Eastern Conference, I look at Carolina mm-hmm. as a team that's going to be taken on Boston. Carolina just dis- dispatched, obviously, uh, the, um, Rangers. the Rangers really quick in that round. Um, and I look at them as a team. I keep devaluing because I don't like their goaltending situation. But Boston didn't win a game in the round robin. And they just look out of sorts. They had nine guys that had to rest because of possible exposure at one point. So I look at that I look at that series and I go, you know what? Carolina is a team that could, could upset the Bruins and knock one of those top fours out. Um, when I look at the other series, you know, in, in the Eastern Conference, um, you know, it, it's weird because – so many of these you just want to go chalk because, you know, the top four teams, 
didn't have to play for their lives in the first round. Can the Blue Jackets, can the Blue Jackets give it again to uh, the Lightning like they swept them last year? I don't think so this year, but I didn't think so last year. Yeah, but the, the Hedman Islanders loss, I we think, saw can that. upset the Capitals. Up. We saw the Hedman loss on on Sunday uh, with, uh, the, with the Flyers against the, the the Tampa Bay Lightning, and that's a huge, huge loss. No Stamkos, they knew, mm-hmm. but now Hedman, that that to me gets the Carolina. Blue, the Columbus Blue Jackets in play in that series as a live dog, I think. Yeah, and you know Torx is going to have that team ready to run through a, a wall with their hair on fire. That's what he does. So, yeah, I, I think the Islanders can upset um, the, the Washington Caps. I wasn't particularly impressed with the Capitals in the round robin either. And that's, you know, former coach versus his former team, Barry Trotz. And I don't like the coach of, of the Caps at all. I don't like Todd Reardon even a little bit. In the West, though, I, I think the St. Louis Blues might be in a little bit of a, a tough situation here too. I like the Vancouver Canucks. I think they have one of the most dynamic young players in the NHL. And Quinn Hughes, I think he's going to be the best defenseman in the league within two years. I like their goalie, Jacob Markstrom. I think he should have been a Vezina finalist. I think that's a team that may give the Blues, who looked a little shoddy too mm. in that round robin, uh, an opportunity to, to really kind of push them. I don't know if they'll win their series, but it'll be tight. I don't think the Coyotes have a chance against the Avalanche at all. And Calgary's another team that's, that's pretty interesting. I, I think Calgary could be, uh, they, they could pull an upset here. And against the Dallas Stars. I just don't know what the Stars are. So I look at Calgary a little bit. I have some value there as well. Yeah, that Calgary series, uh, Winnipeg, that got chippy early, man. Those two teams do not like one another. Well, that Matthew Kachuk is a bastard on skates. (laughs) He is in everybody's head, just like his old man. I mean, he. everybody's always worried about Matthew Kachuk instead of worrying about what they need to worry about. And that's where that kind of player really pays dividends. He plays on the edge. Two guys got hurt for Winnipeg in that series, too. Mark Scheifele and mm-hmm. Patrick Kleine. That's a big factor. Two of their, but two of their best players. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah, they're two best players. Yeah. They're the best scorer and the best center in Scheifele. So, um, you know, that's a team in Calgary. If the goaltending holds up with Cam Talbot, um, they could give the Stars all they can handle. So, it'll be interesting to see if Goudreau and Monaghan and that group can, can move forward. So, four games on Tuesday. They get underway tomorrow. The other four on on Wednesday. Hockey action. We You know, even though we're homers here, and I got to love this young Flyer team. The stats were, I said it over the weekend, watching this team play, not yeah. just this weekend, is that you're seeing young players, many that fans don't even know who they are, doing all the damage while the guys that they used to have to rely on, other than the goaltender, obviously, you know, Giroux and uh, – and, and, uh, Couturier, Voracek. Yeah, Voracek. Man. Those guys, were, they weren't invisible, but the Flyers always needed Couturier, who's played well, but they've always needed Voracek and the captain. Those guys always had the, the target on their backs. They've got to play well or this team has no shot. They have to play better because their power play has been wretched, and yet they still managed to get through this first round. And Montreal's going to be tough because the Canadians, you know, P- Carey Price. Yeah. You know Carey Price is, right? He is Carter Hart's idol. Mm-hmm. He is Carter Hart's. I think he's a lot of uh, goal, young goaltenders' is idol. Yeah and, yeah, and it's funny because I was talking to Carter the other day on, on Flyers Daily, and, and he finally got the chance to meet him. He played against him, but he had never met Carey Price. He had a chance to meet him, and he was kind of, like, geeked out about it, like a fanboy a little bit. Like, you know, I got to meet him, talk to him, and it was, you know, it was his boyhood idol. He, he modeled his game after Carey Price. They're very similar in their efficiency in the way they technically, uh, you know, attack the position very calm. Um, you see the, the effect of him, you know, I, Price being his idol on his game. And it'll be interesting. It's an interesting goalie matchup. For the goalie geeks out there, they're going to love it because uh, both of these guys are a lot of fun. And, you know, 
to beat the Canadians, you're going to have to beat Price, and you're going to have to put a lot of traffic around him. You have to disrupt him. If he sees it, he stops it. It's real simple. A clear-sighted shot from the blue line is a waste. That's playing pitch and catch in the backyard with your kid, with Carey Price. You're not going to score on that way. So you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to put the puck uh, into precise spots. And he gets in the guys' heads because he's so good. The opposite, he gets in the guys' heads more than any goalie in the league. They think they have to be perfect, so they try the extra pass or they try the perfect shot and they shoot it wide. That that's the thing that you got to be simple with Price and just. Like they say, Har, get pucks to the net and bodies to the blue paint. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, people are suggesting on the Twitch stream that Jason Martinez rips me when he's on the air on the radio show. <clears throat> and I'm saying that's not possible. No, I, I can't. That's not no. true. No, I, I tried to explain it's not ripping. He plays homage to you. Oh, yeah, yeah when, he, yes. when he does little imitations yes. or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, an yeah, homage yeah, like to a, Tony Bruno, not a rip of Tony right. Bruno. That's like, a stick tap to Tony Bruno. Right, exactly. stick right. tap. Let's keep it to <laughs> hockey terms here. Nice. I'm not tap. one to rip. Yeah. Yeah. And I see, some, I see some people are saying that I'm out on this conversation. Exactly. Harris locked I'm in. the one who set it up. You're damn right he did. Jesus. I'm like talking to him yesterday. I'm like, we, dude, we got to get you on. We got to yeah, talk hockey. Hockey yeah, We got to get you in. We got to get you in. <laughs> I got to get one of those shirts, Harry. Yeah, you like this? Like, I'm yeah. pissed off. There you go. That's not a good shirt. That's I a phenomenal shirt. And it's got a Harry Mays autograph on Tony it, too. TonyBrunoShow.com. That's where you get I'll it. I'll get you one. I'll get you, you one. You know what I say about that shirt, Harry? What? Beautiful, man. Beautiful, man. <laughs> we have, we those have one of those. <laughs> There's one of those. <laughs> yeah, we have it. You got to go to the Tony Bruno Show. Uh, go, go to TonyBrunoShow.com, the store. You know, everybody's right. got to have a store now. Right. We need some new ideas for sure. We need some hockey shirts. It's all about merch. It is right? about merch. Yeah. Beautiful, man. Well, I got to visit the store. I got to dress up my set here. I just got a bunch of goalie masks and sticks. I like the sticks in there. I like the sticks. You still got the, you know, you got the puck. Uh, you got the residue on there. Not clean sticks. So those are game used, right? Well, half of them are Damn broken, right. aren't they? <laughs> well, they're worn out. I wouldn't want to use them in a game because right. they, they're compromised is the way I'll, I'll compromised. term it. And a lot of masks. And, you, know, you know all the rage about mask wear and tone, so I always have my mask right here. Oh, there yeah. it is, baby. That's yeah, beautiful. Mask. That's oh, a nice man. one now. Yeah, beautiful. it's beautiful, isn't it? It is. By the way, y'all, you still got the old uh, Bernie Perrant style back up there. Yeah, with the little face. Flyers logo yeah, up top there. Yeah, that's old school yeah. up there, man. That's a Bernie mask from back in the 70s, bro. <laughs> Some good yeah, stuff. I'm not wearing one of those and getting in the net. My head's in the danger zone all the time at my height. <laughs> <laughs> wow. My head is barred down, Tone. <laughs> beautiful, man. Jason Martinez, ladies and gentlemen. Do you have a, a Tony Esposito uh, type nah, mask No, that's up a Richter there? up there. No, I'm just saying, I'm asking if you have one of those old school, like Esposito used to wear with the Blackhawks. Oh, I'd love to get one. I How about the Jerry Cheeser? Jerry Cheeser with, with all the stitches, stitches on yeah. there. Yeah, you got to have yeah. one of those, yeah. man. Basically, yeah. Jason, used, Jason Voorhees used those later in the, in all the Halloween movies, I think. Well, that'd be Friday the 13th, but yeah. Friday the 13th, yeah. I get those slasher <laughs> That's movies. That's Mike Myers. Right. That's great Mike Not Myers. Not Phil Myers. No. <laughs> get Phil your Myers psycho Myers. straight, By the way, you got to give up love to the Flyers defense. Phil Myers, I mean... Remember a couple of years ago, everybody was, a couple of years ago, last year, everybody was screaming about these defensemen and they were ripping all these guys. Now they got a really good group. To me, the weakest link right now is Niskanen. He's the only guy that seems to struggle occasionally out there on the, on the, uh, on the blue line. Well, he's a guy, I think some of the veteran players had a hard time uh, getting their intensity level up for these round-robin games. To me, you look at a lot of the guys around the league, it was younger players that were getting off in these mm-hmm. games more so than the veterans. And, right. you, and you brought up Giroux and Voracek. Those guys got to be there, though, those yeah. veterans. And Niskanen, he's a top-pairing defenseman with Provorov. He's got to be a monster for this team for them to have success. Provorov already is and so well-conditioned. 
Uh, but you're right. They, they have great defense now. And, you know, the question is, do you put Ghost in the lineup or do you keep Robert Haig out of it? Uh, Ghost looked really good yeah, in that Ghost game on Saturday. Saturday. Two apples. He, he Hagger? The Hagger? Yeah, Hagger. Yeah. yeah but right. Ghost had two apples in the game, so. Jeez. You may, have to, you may have to insert them in the lineup. Oh, boy. All right. Well, you talk about teams sleepwalking <laughs> through the round robin. Do you think that's basically what was what Boston's issue was, or are there deeper things at work? I don't know. They're old, Har. Mm-hmm. I keep bringing up this. The, the young players got off more than the older players. They have six players over the age of 30, one that's 43 in Zdeno Char. Yeah. I just wonder if those bodies are, are back. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. older players, I think, take longer for the hands to get in, in sync with the head, with the feet, and everything clicking. Uh, for young players, you know, they're just they're just young guys, and they just go out and they do it. And a lot of the young guys are like hockey nerds, too. You know, they're probably stick-handling in their garage while the older players were changing diapers and, and doing crap like that. So, uh, I don't know. The, the Bruins, to me, looked a mess. They looked a mess. And when they tried to ratchet up their intensity, they still look like a mess. And, and when, that's an and when they put Rask in, in that last game, I mean, he still wasn't 100% ready to go. And so they threw him in there to get a game in. But you're right. I mean, the, Rask is still going to stand on his head, though, once, once they start playing for real now. Obviously, they, they wanted to be the one seed. But I don't think it really matters at this juncture, does it? Well, uh, look, in, in theory, you get an inferior opponent because they're going to reseed after every round. That's in theory. But we've seen eight seeds win the Cup. Back in 2012, the, the L.A. Kings did as an eight seed. Flyers went to a Cup final as a seven seed. against, And in the conference final, they had home ice against the Canadians who were the eight seed. So that, that in, is in theory, um, you know, what, what you hope will happen. But it's not always true. It's about matchups, too. So, look, I, I think Boston's a team, a really good team. They're the only team to have 100 points this year. They won the President's Trophy for a reason. Uh, but are they a team that's going to be the team they were before the pause? Can they be that team after the pause? The Flyers look like the team they were before the pause that won 9-10 and, and didn't lose back-to-back games since early January. The Bruins, they look like a, a team that wasn't even ready for the playoffs. The great Jason Martinez, he's got the masks up there. And, uh, no, he's not going to relive some of the great Bruno Missinelli crossover uh, fights on the air. I don't think so. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. We have them on Those tape, were though. already ruled out by the time I was working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they were expunged from the... Uh, have they all yeah, been they, erased? The audio they were erased, Tony, like yeah. an old-school pancake reel. Yeah, they oh. went back to the audio vault and got rid of all those things. Hopefully Jim from Cheltenham has those all somewhere <laughs> in, in, on a cassette on his Max L somewhere in his basement yeah. up in Cheltenham. <laughs> hey, Jason, good stuff, man. Love talking hockey action, man. Dropping the pucks. We are ready for hockey playoffs starting tomorrow. In the afternoon, yep. the 3 o'clock start times on the uh, first games now. No more noon starts, but 3 o'clock in the that's afternoon, still good. that's still good. Yeah, Gives us something to do. Hey, yep. uh, Jason, really appreciate the time, man. Thanks for popping on with us. Boys, thanks for having me. Enjoy the playoffs. Stay healthy, and we'll talk soon. There he is. Let's give him a round of applause. Right? At Jason Mert, M-Y-R-T on Twitter. And you look at these schedules, Tony. I mean, they're playing every other day. I know. Okay, and, you know. Maybe light practices, the, the days in between. There's probably not a whole lot of time for these guys to do anything but hockey and sleep and eat. Well, there you know? was in the round robin. Right, and but now, the, now they're, yeah. you know, it's changed. Because so. people say, well, so far, now they're not going to have time to do anything. No, I'm, I'm looking at the Flyers' schedule. It's, you know, it's uh, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah. Sunday. And then once the NBA starts, hopefully they're not going to do like they do and have like games a week apart. No, they in the first think round. So. I don't. They got to they get will. this thing moving, Eric. Yep, they we got to get this thing going. We need to see championships hoisted because there's not going to be any college football. We got to get into this college oh, football man. thing here too, Harry. A lot of people are pissed off. 
We're going to talk about that. Still ahead. And we got strapper line calls. 856-818-4045. And the regular phone line, 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. Tony and Harry on a Monday. It's August 10th already, believe it or not. Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf. It's a beautiful thing when fashion meets performance on and off the course. Boston Scott Golf has created a clothing line that focuses on key relief areas which address many known fit issues in the clothing industry. Not only does this set them apart from the others, simply put, it changes the whole game. Feel good, play good, casual, great golf. Visit bostonscottgolf.com. Use code Harry for 20% off. bostonscottgolf.com. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least, plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. 
A lot of good action on the Twitch stream today, Harry. Don't forget, you can follow us at twitch.tv slash Tony Bruno Show. Free to go in there, become a follower. If you want to subscribe, you can subscribe. Then you get all the extra bonus stuff, like the X-rated post-game shows. <laughs> X-rated, indeed. You're not getting that anywhere else. Even uh, Justin Thomas yeah. is not giving you that kind of quality. I don't know if it was X-rated. Let's just say it was blue. Yeah, he turns we blue, blue. When, when he listens yeah. to our post-game. Yeah. Yeah. Who, me? No, Justin Thomas. Oh, Justin yeah, Thomas yeah. does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're speaking of the Wednesday game, uh, 3 o'clock, Capitals-Islanders, I think, will be the, the early game, right? Yeah, there's a game on Tuesday. So Tuesday, tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that Blue Jackets and the Lightning is a 3 o'clock. Yeah, so okay. the, the, the early game, so four games tomorrow, four games on uh, Wednesday, and the first game is 3 o'clock each day. Oh, Harry, dig it. As we are down to the uh, Elite Eight, as we like to call them. Since we didn't have one this year in college basketball, we got an Elite Eight already in the National Hockey League. And that's what I liked the way, the way hockey did it. Yeah. They, they got the top teams. They let the other say stay home. Stay home. And then they let the teams that all were in contention play and do the round robin and then the play-in round. That was pretty clever, I think. Best of five. Mm -hmm. You know what? You win three games, you're better than the other team. We can't prolong this. You can't do best of sevens no, in the no, first no. round. And so they'll do best of sevens now. That it counts. It might, because every game meant something, too. You exactly. Know I mean? mm -hmm. That's why I think it was now we so have Now, we have to do a uh, – let's go to Jim and Cheltenham. I, I just uh, sent out the bat signal right. about crossovers on tape, which I don't have any. And apparently they've all been eliminated from the 97.5 archives here in Philadelphia. Jim, do you happen to have a – a Tony Bruno, Mike Missinelli, world famous crossover from back in the day. Oh, I got plenty of them. One of them that was just so ugly. It was not your fault. He just went after you one day, and then your big boss said, "That's enough of that." He stopped doing the crossovers. The program director. Was, got who it. was it that did that? Air? Big the boss, Nahagins. No. Yeah. Yeah. He do said it. he heard enough. And that was, but one day he was out of hand. He was out of hand, Missinelli. And then one day, I think. We, him and um, Jose was on, and he didn't know Jose was going to be on. Jose ripped him pretty good one day. Oh. Just had enough. Of that. I have that on tape. Yeah, that's, that's enough of this. It's just enough. People don't want to hear that. Actually, <laughs> well, they we did. Have, that's the sad part. Yeah. People wanted to hear that stuff. <laughs> uh, we had a clip today when you were doing into the night, and these were the days when the game was close. At the end of the game, you'd break out and play by play. So this isn't a Missinelli uh, crossover. No, this is uh, this is NBA. Um, Classic NBA game at the end of the game. What? A classic NBA game. No, no, at the, I know yeah, it is, know. but everybody thought you had a classic. No, uh, no, no, I just found You just said it now. I got, you I have to look those for He's got to go into the archives. <laughs> He's got to open the light, get the cobwebs out. Go into the dark. He's got to go to the storage facility. He's got to go, no, underneath. He pulls the light, you know, with the, with the pull chain. Yeah. And then he goes back, and he has all his racks and racks of Maxells and reel right. and reels. <laughs> And all the, the filing best stuff. Oh, we have. He blows the dust off. It's like the Batman cave. <laughs> yeah. He pulls a book on a shelf and it <laughs> opens up. <laughs> yeah, part of the wall exactly. opens up. Yeah. Now, this is where you find the Missinelli crossover. <laughs> Elevator takes you down the floor. But let's, uh, let's do an NBA cut since we've talked uh, NBA. When you were in, on end of the night and when the game was real close at the end of the game, you would break out and play by play. Well, that's what I do. I you mean, had a 12-inch TV in your um, studio. There I had a 12-inch in, uh, in, the, in the car, too, right. by the way, for yeah. after the show. With the after party. But this was the Lano Magic against the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2009. Was, was O'Brien on that team? This is, mm. this is the first year, the first time he was in Cleveland. Oh, let's go to the tape. And they had a two-point lead 
with one second to play, Orlando. Let's go to the tape. Here we go. Harry, you remember this year? They weren't afraid in game six in Philly without without Dwight Howard, who was suspended. They went in there and beat the Sixers down like bad red-headed stepkids. They went into Boston in game seven and won that game convincingly. And then they went into into Cleveland and didn't care. They won game one. And now, with one second left, they're going to say they need to get the ball inbound and a quick shot. And they get the ball inbound. LeBron from way downtown. He hits it. He hits a three-pointer. LeBron James has just hit a three from deep beyond the top of the key, and the Cleveland Cavaliers win it 96 to 95. Oh, my. All I can say is, Sam, wow. So for everybody who wondered about LeBron James and whether he was going to get the ball in his hands for the final shot, he got it tonight. He was standing there. He was waiting. He got himself open, and he was falling backwards at the top of the key and laid it up there, and it was very, very good. So, see, people think I'm a LeBron hater. I called that live on national radio, Harry, as it happened. That was pretty good. You and were. did I was I ripping LeBron then? No, it of sounded. Of course, that's like, the last time he made a big shot like that at the end of a game. It sounded like you had the Cavaliers and the money line. And on no, that I call. wasn't betting. <laughs> that was at about damn time. I think he said after that game. No, that's when he won his championship. <laughs> he said it's about damn time. Well, Orlando and uh, Orlando still won the series four games to two. Then they lost in the championship round to the Lakers. Mm, man, that is good stuff oh, right yeah. there. I got to put that one. If LeBron ever comes at me again, I said LeBron, I where I was there. I was there giving you love when you buried that three, fall back three at the end of a game. Jim's got the tape. Exactly now right. Now we need man. him to go do some research for the next time for the crossover. Yeah, we got to find we him. We've got to have that. We, we'll, we'll, we've got to come back this week, Jim. It's only Monday. I want to hear one of the, uh, okay. the, one of the ugly crossovers. Friday crossover. should be a good show on Friday. Your show on Friday. Because the Flyers start at 3 p.m. on Friday. They start on Friday at 3 p.m.? The game Canadians and the Flyers, game two, game two. Friday at 3 o'clock. Okay, well, yeah, yeah it's, it's Wednesday, it's an 8 o'clock game, their first right. game, game one of that series. All right, good stuff, Jim. Thank you, sir. I was all uh, hankering for a little Mike Missinelli uh, crossover action. I know, he wet our whistle, and then I was like, NBA? Really? Yeah, but that was a good call. It was. It was a whole switcheroo It really is, because I'm not used to – I'm not prepared for you and the NBA. Because I told you, I'm not – I don't hate the players. Right. You hate the game. No, he hates the hype. (laughs) I hate the hype. Okay. This is the only uh, arguing we have. (laughs) I'm a professional broadcaster. That's what you do when you're – We're part of it, man. No, you're not. Yes, we are. (laughs) That was after I – that's when I had to deal with the biggest LeBron honk I had run to after that great call in 2009, (laughs) the great Joe Eunice – who then, when I started turning on LeBron, mm-hmm. we're well, still part of it, man. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> no, you're not. I that love that. Is That's so unbelievably good. legendary. But that shot, Tony Bruno, was before LeBron got on TV and said, oh, "Man, this is tough. I'm taking my talents to South Beach." And exactly. Yeah. He was what he was where he was supposed to be. That's, That's when his he was in town. Right. Yeah. He was there. He, they got the draft pick. They those were the good him. old days. Those were. Yeah, those were before those LeBron were the became a heel. Before he, before he had people burning jerseys in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Then he went to Miami, and then he left there, and they burned jerseys in Miami. <laughs> and then he went to, back to Cleveland, and he finally won. It was and before then he it leaves all again. went to his head. Well, it should go to his head. I mean, when, you're, when everybody kisses your ass, no, it doesn't and you can have do to. no it wrong. Should, no, there is no it should go to his head. 
it is a good possibility. It's that surprising it goes. when it doesn't, though. You well, know yeah, I mean? but it's always it's refreshing. Yeah, when yeah. It does. yeah, but it rarely happens because yeah. when you're that good and he's a, one of the greats of all time, and all you have is networks kissing your ass every second of every day, and when you have ESPN, no matter what you do, it's going to be on the front page, and it may not even be the top story. But that's what happens. Nino before Zod. Exactly. That's before he became a honk for who, Harry? China. Exactly right. It's actually also back when he had hair. Yeah, well, he did. I had hair, too. That's then. right. Although yeah. I thought no. you were going to say he became a honk for Zod. I was like, wait, I, I, I missed this Zod, deal. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize he was also working with Krypton. Exactly. Now, do we have the, uh, do we have the Joey Bonocco uh, couch guy love? Strapper line call. He said he left one. Do we have it on there? Uh, Our buddy Joey out there in Colorado. He's going to have to give me a second. I get yeah, I want to hear that one. Yeah, because that was a big win for me this weekend, man. Mm. To Colin Morikawa. No Morikawa, no peace. Yeah, right? no, that was great. How about that, Harry? And what was the line on him? So DraftKings offered. I, I looked on the line. I'm like, you know what? i got to take something today. I, I, I Best iron player in the world. And mm. that I, drive on 16, Harry. What, what were your thoughts on that? It's unbelievable. That, he, had, he had the balls to pull driver. Yep, yeah, and okay. he just put it Jason right. Jason Day didn't. Nothing. Yeah. I had the balls to pull driver, and I still couldn't hit it every time <laughs> I stepped up there. <laughs> Yeah, so the the book was offering thirty percent profit boost. So his line at the beginning of the day, he, I think he was seven under. He was plus nine hundred. Wow! And so two strokes off the lead, I said, you know what? Oh, give me the profit boost. The max bet was fifty. Threw the max bet on him and he cashed in. Man, rode rode that pony home. What was he pre-flop? Like about twenty-two to one, something like that. Before you mean before, before the Thursday? tournament? Yeah. 30, 33 to one. Oh, was it thirty-three? Yeah, thirty-three hundred. Okay. I yeah. love the profit boost. Is that like a protein boost when you go into uh, one of those uh, shake stores? Yes, exactly. Pro- yeah. Give me a protein boost, please. Yeah, That's it. another $6. <laughs> what are you putting in there? Just a scoop of this. Yeah, exactly. Whatever it is. <laughs> so he becomes the youngest player to win uh, the PGA since Rory McIlroy did it in 2012, yeah, I believe. Yeah, years old. Tiger Woods in 99. Not, not more than a, just over a year removed from college, yep. Harry. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's been uh, like six years since Rory's won a major. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, had, he's had a long stretch. He disappeared into the background once again this week. So did DJ. I thought he yeah. was in position to win. He faded. He yeah, had nothing. Fade. He yeah. nothing faded like left. I did, yeah. like around 16, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> but then I still pulled that, the wedge on, on 18 and finished strong. And how about Kepka? How about he, he turned away his girlfriend. Did you see that move? Walking in, she wanted to give him a kiss. Yeah. He's like, no, not right now. None of that. Right Gave her a stiff arm. Yeah, and then he goes out. I'm locked in. I'm going to go. Stunk up the joint. Exactly. Got to give him one of those, Harry. I hate to do it to him. Coming up in the next hour, we got to get into this college football fiasco. Will there be college football, Harry? Will there? I don't think so. Uh-oh. Tim Brando, he does college football. He is college football. He's going to he join us in the next football. hour. We'll get to the bottom of this whole debacle. How, what are we going to bet on late at night on a Saturday night, Harry? That's what I want to know. The NFL will play on Saturday, too. 